Anointing. What is anointing and what does it mean to us? In the ancient day of Israel, it was used as a special perfume oil for consecrating and setting someone or something apart for an office, duty, or particular use. The kings, priests, prophets, and people, and sanctuary for worshiping of God was all anointed. What did anointing do for them? This was a part of the sanctification of, a, of someone or something, and it was made holy unto the Lord. As we can see, people were anointed. In Psalms 23, verses 5, it says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. The priests were anointed. In Exodus 28, 41, and thou shalt put them upon Aaron thy brother and his sons with him, and shalt anoint them, and consecrate them, and sanctify them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. Anointing was also used for the sick. In James 5, 14-15, Is any sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven. When Christ was born in the flesh, he was anointed. In fact, did you know the name Christ means anointed one? When Christ was born, wise men from the east brought frankincense and myrrh, used in anointing. And this, was, this signified that he was the anointed one of God. Christ was not only anointed on earth, but he was anointed in heaven by God the Father. In Psalms 45, 6-8, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of the kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellow. All thy garments smell of myrrh and alloys and cassia out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee glad. He was anointed on the earth by women with alabaster boxes of expensive perfume. This anointing was for their forgiveness, and also the anointing by Mary Magdalene was for his burial. Luke 7, 37-48 says, And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed him with the ointment. And when the Pharisees which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto Simon, I have somewhat to say to thee. And he said, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors, the one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. 
And he turned to the women and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house, thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loveth much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. In Matthew 26, 7 to 12, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box, a very precious ointment, and poured it on his head. As he said at me, but when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath brought a good work upon me, for ye have the poor always with you. But me ye have not always, for in that she did it for my burial. Today, there is a misunderstanding of what anointing is and its purpose. People think that being anointed by the Holy Ghost means that you speak and talk in a language which no one understands without benefit to anyone, or you jump around out of control because you are filled with the Holy Ghost. This is far from the truth. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is his gifts unto us. These gifts or talents that we receive enables us to do the works that God can make, God made and created us to do. The Holy Spirit is a God of truth, understanding, and instruction. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Therefore, we see that anointing is for works, for the sick, and the continued keeping of all of God's commandments and testimony. The Holy Spirit gives us talents and teaches us the truth so that we become perfect in the sight of God and winning a victory over sin and death. Amen.